I'm Julianne DeLynn Hatton, and you're listening to Faith and Reason on the Mormon Faircast. This series will discuss the Prophet Joseph Smith and the authenticity of the gospel he restored. I'll be speaking with Michael R. Ash, author of the book of Faith and Reason, 80 Evidences Supporting the Prophet Joseph Smith. Good evening, Michael Ash. Hi, Julianne. Today we're talking about the heliocentric universe as it applies to the book of Abraham. Right. We have some interesting cosmology going on here. Let's begin with what people believed in Joseph Smith's day about the sun. Well, in Joseph Smith's day, and that's where heliocentric comes from, uh, helio is reference to the sun, and then centric meaning the center. And so in, in Joseph Smith's day, um, y- you had basically this this belief that everything revolved around the sun, okay? And, and now, now we have... Uh, a much more educated view. We know that the sun is not the center of the universe. Okay, uh, we know that this is one solar system, and and there's lots of solar systems out there, and there really isn't, um, you know, in this universe is uh, a center as we know it. There's different things moving and 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 kind of working in tandem, and scientists are still trying to figure all of this out. Um, and, you know, thanks to scientists like Einstein and, and a variety of others. But uh, from, you know, Isaac Newton's day and, and, and earlier scientists, they discovered that planets were moving around the sun. That would have been Joseph Smith's view, okay? When we read in the book of Abraham where it starts talking about the moon and the stars and and uh, the expanse above the earth and everything that this is Abraham trying to teach the Egyptians and, and he's trying to make spiritual points and uh, he's he's using the language of his day now some Latter-day Saints have tried to dissect uh, Abraham as well as uh, verses from the from book of Genesis, I might add, to somehow be a scientific guide for modern readers and, and, and trying to interpret modern scientific ideas into these. But Abraham was a man of his times, and so he would have had what was known as a geocentric cosmology. In other words, back in his day, they believed that the earth was the center of everything. And in fact, logically, for anybody that, that uh, were to have grown up outside of uh, any modern literature and, and, and didn't know about science or anything, you see the sun, it appears to move. It rises in the east and sets in the west. It doesn't look like the earth is moving. It looks like the sun's moving. You, you look out at night and the stars are moving. So it's a natural perspective to think that everything is moving around the earth, and that's a geocentric point of view. Well, like I said, by the time Joseph Smith came along, there had been scientists that said, okay, this is a wrong view everything revolves around the sun. And of course, that's a wrong view too, but, but that would have been Joseph Smith's day. So if Joseph Smith were the author of the book of Abraham, he would have viewed the cosmology, he would have put words in Abraham's mouth to describe a heliocentric view, that everything was moving around the sun, because that's the way he understood the world to work. But when we look closely, the book of Abraham describes a geocentric view. So it's actually using a model that is very ancient and would have been 
foreign to Joseph Smith. So in a way, if you put yourself in Joseph Smith's place, if you do believe that the Book of Abraham was translated, Joseph Smith was translating something that he did not believe. That's correct. Yeah, he, he, he wasn't putting his own ideas into it, or we would have seen this heliocentric view. It's almost like if somebody today were, uh, anybody were to write about the cosmos, they wouldn't talk about the entire universe rotating around the sun. They would talk about all these different solar systems out there and black holes and the things that we kind of know about. In Joseph Smith's day, he would have written it differently. The fact that he didn't write it differently and he used a foreign concept as geocentric lends support that it was really uh, written initially by somebody from an ancient culture. And, and in these ancient uh, cultures, they believed that there were these levels of, of uh, different governing heavens, and you had the, the uh, moon, the stars, and the sun, and they rotated almost like concentric circles around the earth. And the higher you went up, you, the closer you got to God, because he was above the, the highest of these heavens, and that the angels governed these lower concentric circles, the, the stars and the moon. And um, that's exactly what we find in the book of Abraham. And again, that's, that is what was known and thought in the ancient world uh, that would have been, you know, in Abraham's day and even later to, uh, you know, early uh, Jewish writers who, who might have been the ones that actually uh, possibly put together the, the book of Abraham from traditions or earlier texts. But all this stuff would have been formed to Joseph Smith. Thank you, Michael Ash. Thanks, you guys. Appreciate you. Thanks for listening to Faith and Reason on the Mormon Faircast. I'm your host, Julianne Delin Hatton, inviting you to keep the faith. Michael R. Ash is the author of the book, Shaken Faith Syndrome, Strengthening One's Testimony in the Face of Criticism and Doubt, as well as the book of Faith and Reason, 80 Evidences Supporting the Prophet Joseph Smith. Faith and Reason is produced by Tom Hatton with music courtesy of Arthur Hatton. The opinions expressed in this podcast are not necessarily the views of Fair Mormon or The Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. You can support this podcast by subscribing to it in iTunes and by rating it and writing a review. Questions or comments can be sent to podcast at fairmormon.org or you may join the conversation at fairblog.org.